Welcome back everyone to another incredible episode of Chat with Dan. Now before we start, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to check this out. Don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, follow, it helps a lot, and again thank you. Have an incredible day or evening depending where you are, and I'll see you in the next one. Stay safe. Welcome back everyone to another incredible episode of Chat with Dan. For today we had on the show when she's been twice, she's incredible, she's amazing, we all know her. Lauren, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? You're also incredible and amazing. So Thank just want to put that. <laughs> I like that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm doing super good. I mean, what better way to finish off an epic day with someone as epic as you? You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree. There you go. There you go. So tell me, what's new? What uh, what have you been up to recently? So um, I recently actually just got engaged in August. So You're kidding. I- that's so cool. Yeah, so excited. Wow, so there's congrats. been a lot of wedding planning and it kind of feels like being a producer again of <laughs> producing an event. So it's been so much fun. Um, but since then, I, um, I'm i in post-production for a feature film that I think we talked about maybe last time um, called My Little Renaissance Girl. And I'm in pre-production um, of a short film that I'm producing and acting in. Uh, with my friends Amy and Alex so uh, it's been a busy time but things have been really good so cool wow I mean like the last time you went here on the show was like on last year yeah I think it was summer it was like May or June yeah yeah wow time goes yeah I mean time goes super crazy wow (laughs) that's incredible and yeah. like tell me like how has been like the whole I mean I mean that um so in our previous interview we talked about how amazing your acting career is, which we all know. But now yeah. focusing focusing like a little bit on the production yeah, like on the on the whole production side. Like how yeah. like tell me like how you manage like now basically for those who don't know what it is what is exactly the job for someone who is on the producing side. Well, um I say it's pretty much everything that <laughs> you're yeah. doing everything wearing all caps and hats um, in order to get the, the film um, to the set pretty much. Um, to me, there's like a pre-production, then you're on set and then there's a post-production. But so pretty much like what I have been involved with, at least in the projects that I've been in as a producer is I focus heavily on um, helping figure out the budget. So you have to start there to even know what you're working with and uh, what it's going to cost to get that film to set. Um, how many people you want? How many actors do we have? Who's the director? Who's the DP? Meaning who's going to be behind the camera um, uh, shooting this beautiful mm-hmm. film? and making it come to life so you're kind of assembling a team as the producer usually as a producer you're either the writer or working very heavily with the writer so you're with the script kind of from day one once you've assembled that team you've hired actors you've hired the dp the director maybe an assistant director um at that point then you get it to set um which is so exciting and you film and usually as a producer you're there overseeing um, production, making sure everything is going smoothly, making sure you're on time, because um, time is definitely money on set. Yeah. And then post-production, you're really heavily involved with, um, you know, overseeing the editing, overseeing, kind of giving notes, like you'll get a lot of edits back. And if you're like, oh, I didn't like the transition here, or hey, I think the tone is a little bit more of this. Do we have any footage that captured that? So it's really heavily giving the notes and making sure that you know, you're doing justice to the script that you saw yeah. from day one. So 
it's fascinating to be on that side. I definitely have so much respect for anyone who produces because it, it's a lot of work and pretty much you're just picking up any kind of obstacle or issue that comes your way. It's your job to fix it. And like how you manage the stressful, like, <clears throat> sorry, like how you manage the whole stressful situations. Like, do you have like a ritual or like what is your thing in order to kind of uh, ease your mind whenever you see this huge stress? Because I mean, it happens, right? I mean, and like, especially yeah. in this whole production side that, in other words, the whole film rests on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. I think a few things. I think one, I'm somebody who I have to keep a sense of humor under stress. So I'm usually somebody that it's like, how can we kind of laugh about what's going on and kind of keep things light so then we can kind of come back and figure out what's going on. I think there's nothing worse than you know, tensions being high yeah, or absolutely. once you're stressed, it's hard to see clear. Um, so to your point, I think it's really about going back to the why. It's like, okay, why are we making this film? Why are we making this project? What is at stake? Um, the actors who are coming to set, uh, the story that's being told. So I think as much as you can kind of go back to the why, I even sometimes look back at journal entries or notes that I took in the very beginning. And I'm like, Oh, that's when I was right there of like, this is why I want to be on this project. This is why I'm bringing this film to light. And it kind of gives me the perspective to remember the stakes are high, but also the stakes couldn't be lower. So how can I fix this now and ensure that we're getting this to where it needs to be in order to bring this beautiful film to life? Because at the end of the day, it's storytelling, right? Mm -hmm. And like, it's so important, but I think remembering and kind of humbling yourself of, I know I have what's, you know, I, I know I'm capable and I have the tools within that I need to fix this. And I think just remembering that empowering mantra is like, I have what I need within me to fix this problem helps me not lag a lot and um, stay in a stressful state. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And let's say that one day I want to become a producer. Now, I don't have like any, like any experience at all, zero. So based on what you know, what advice or, or, or like, what do you think I should know before jumping in into this career? I think that's a great question. I think a few things. I think one, um, the biggest thing before you want to produce your own work or just become a producer on a film is remembering budget. So I have been told this and now tell this to others that whatever your budget is, I would quadruple it because okay. usually us a lot, a lot more than what you think. This isn't a bad thing. It's just knowing and being, having um, realistic expectations for what your budget is and what the financials are at the beginning. No. That's gonna <clears throat> then create my second point, which would be having a strategy. You know, producing is a bunch of different steps. So making sure that your strategy is starting out with, what is this gonna cost us? What's our strategy and plan to get us there? Is that applying for grants? Is it setting up a GoFundMe um, and making sure that is in place first? Um, my third would just be to break things up into chunks. I think there's so much to do and it's a good reminder that you can't do everything at once. Not only can't you do that, but you need help. So I think assembling a team who is there to support you and help you the whole way is so vital and important and ensuring that all aligned with the vision um, so that they are putting in just as much as you are into the project. And fourth, I would say, you know, it depending, I guess, on if you're doing theater or film, but especially film, it takes time. You know, we're on year four of my little Renaissance girl. So just knowing that it's an end game and hope, like know that you're in it for the long haul and it's not 
instant gratification. You know, this is something that deserves time and that's a good thing and that's okay because that's what's going to make it amazing so if you don't make your film within one year that's actually not a bad thing and you're probably on the right track yeah i mean and, and like we can see it a lot of times that like in like with like even with this huge blockbuster films you know like like once they release it and they tell you like yeah this film was supposed to be shooting i don't know like in 2015 but you know we need a budget and covid and everything it got dragged until right now. So yeah, that makes sense that it that it takes time. But in order for you to make it properly, you need to make all you need to get you need to have all the time you can you can, right? Because otherwise if you yeah. rush it, I mean, you're not gonna like it. You go because you you're gonna be like criticizing a lot, like I should have put this instead of that. Like why did it took time for that? So I yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's giving yourself the time to ensure you're doing it the way you want and yeah, justifying, you know, the story in terms of that you're doing it justice because if you give yourself enough time then you can look at footage and you can be like, "Oh, you know what? We kind of I actually want a shot of this. This we totally skipped the essence of this." And when you have time, you can go back and do those reshoots. When you don't and you're rushing things, at that point it just is what it is, which again is another learning lesson. There's nothing bad um but i think time should be on your side yeah, yeah when you're absolutely and like so do you have like you you get this project and mm -hmm. you bring like your own crew or sometimes it would just be you and you need to work with the crew that they already have like how does that work yeah it definitely depends on the project i've been an actress in short films where there was a whole production crew uh, meaning there was obviously the, the director, but there was um, two DPs, so two people on the camera because there were two different cameras because um, it was a multi-cam. Yeah. Um, there was an assistant on stage directing us what to do. There were producers in the background watching the footage in real time and giving a yay or nay of if they liked it. Um, I've been on set as an actress where there was truly just the DP and a director. And they're like, okay, this is what we're doing. So again, you kind of have to align and look at yourself and say like, what do I want this project to be? Who do I want to be on the project? It, in my mind, usually what you'll need at bare minimum is more than one producer because I don't believe in doing life or business alone. I think it makes it a lot um, easier, yeah. more helpful, more perspective. Um, a DP, so somebody who is behind the camera knows how to use the camera who's working very closely with the director. Um, director is obviously very important. And then usually um, you want sound too on set. So somebody who has the boom, who is in control of sound, also working with the DP and director. That makes things 10 times easier when you're editing. Um, it, can, it can be done without somebody on set, but it makes it a little more difficult in post-production. Yeah. And for example, as a, let's say that I become an actor and I got booked into this, into this film, should I as a new one who doesn't have like an experience at all do you think that i should i mean i yeah like perhaps not concerned but like pay attention on the whole group or just focus on 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 my part of the job which is acting and that's it no that's a great question i would you know what i would focus on your job which is acting i think it's always good before taking a job to look up the production company or the director to see previous work if this is someone you want to work with if their work aligns with what you want but if you're already on set um, as the actor I say focus because I think sometimes 
I have too, as an actress, worked with, I guess, quote unquote, underdogs that maybe at the time I was like, oh, I'm not very familiar with their work. And then I was so grateful I was mm -hmm. because then, um, they asked me back, you know, when totally. they had more films under their belt. So I think if anything, as an actor on set, even if it's a newer production company, take the time, network, like make those connections and you never know how that's going to come back in your favor in the future. There you go. All right. Now, so as I said here, so we, we know how incredible and amazing as an actress you are now with the production, but tell me, let's, let's go, let, yeah, let's, let's move on here and let's talk about auditions. Tell me like, what has been some of the worst auditions you ever have? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Honestly, I feel like some of the worst ones I had were before the pandemic. Um, that was when you went in person. So I remember being called in the room before and they were like, Leslie, but they were looking at me and my name's Lauren. So I was like, surely this isn't me. Um, and they was like loud, like Leslie, <laughs> like, to, and I was like, are you talking to me? And they said, yes. So I think I was just so nervous. I feel like I was like 25 years old. So I just went in and whether I was honestly auditioning under Lauren Parch or they had Leslie's resume I'll never know but I'll never forget that but I was like I didn't know how to be like my name is not Leslie um I think some of the other ones were where they ask you to sing on the spot um I am a singer I don't mind but I think it's really weird when you're sitting in front of five strangers who aren't looking up at you and they're like okay can you sing why don't you sing us a song and you're like uh <laughs> So some of those situations, I think, where you get put on the spot um, can definitely be tough. But yeah, I'll never forget being called Leslie. So I'm always, I always wonder, I'm like, did Lauren or Leslie book that role? I'll never know. So will never know. That's, yeah. that's so funny. Okay. And like how you prepare for an audition, do you have like a go-to song or a go-to meal or a go-to routine or something that you do to set your mind into uh, the audition? Oh yeah, absolutely. So when an audition comes through, usually my routine is kind of, I'll read through it, you know, see what I need. Once I've memorized and, you know, memorization, um, I think is easier for me now, um, after so many years, but what I'll do is I always put on bury a friend by Billie Eilish. I love that song and it just mm -hmm. gives me pumped up. So I'll usually listen to that song. Um, I make a list. Um, I When I took the Black Box Academy, they kind of gave me a list of questions I now ask before my audition, which is kind of like, what are the stakes of this character? Like, what would I lose? And what am I fighting for? So those are things I really focus on right before the audition. And then a mantra I always tell myself is, you know, auditioning is the career. Like you're so this is a good thing. So I try to remind myself that it's not about getting the part. It's like, if I'm auditioning, then I'm, then I'm working and this is a good thing. So yeah. I kind of myself of the stakes before I go in. And like how you manage to, because for example, with some of the actors that I've interviewed, uh, whenever on this whole audition, that sometimes mm -hmm. they will get like this very shady audition, like how you manage to distinguish from a real one, let's say, and for mm. a one that it's kind of, you know, a little bit shady, that doesn't look quite real, let's say. Totally. Um, I'm extremely fortunate that I, I have um, two agents. And so those agents usually get a majority of my auditions. So I'm lucky that now in my career, a lot of the auditions that come through are legitimate. Before I had my agents, yes, when I was on the um, casting sites, um, it was so clear when some of those auditions would be sketchy because they wouldn't give you a lot of information. 
They wouldn't tell you the pay. Um, the character descriptions were really weird, like something along, like not specific enough. So it would be like, just like a pretty young girl in her twenties. And it's like, well, what does that mean? Um, and a lot of times that's where I would do my research where if, if that company didn't have anything or a website or any work, that's when I usually would say, even if they had emailed me or I had submitted and hadn't looked into it and they emailed me. Um, I would usually say no, um, just because, yeah, there's some weird stuff out there. And I think you really have to be vigilant and do your research and understand it's hard when you're young though, like early twenties, because you just want to work. Um, but yeah, I do remember that. Or even sometimes like I remember going to auditions and I just felt like even the area or building was kind of sketch of like, this doesn't seem like, I just used to learn to trust my gut. I was like, this doesn't feel right, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, it it, it can happen that um, that you will have all the, and, and that is also one of the things that I uh, that I have, have also talked about, that when mm-hmm. you're young and you're new, you're super naive. You just want to have, you know, you just yeah. want to work as you were saying, make it happen. So mm-hmm. you tend to, I mean, it, it could happen that you might find someone who looks helpful or who, wants to give you an opportunity but turns out that it's so the opposite way right so it, it's so yeah i mean I, I do agree that it's very important to do like a little bit of research before jumping in you know totally or even like if you have a friend in the industry or i always recommend mentors i i just started doing that i'd shoot them the audition i'm like does this seem legit to you and that's when i was lucky enough to have friends who were like no don't do this so yeah i think any any um eye you can get in an audition is helpful yeah now lauren let, let's say that monday i called you and i tell you that i want to become an actor mm-hmm. now a little bit of backstory here i have zero experience nothing so what advice could you give to me or what do you think that it could be useful for me before jumping in into this career Yeah, I think probably one of the most useful things I would ask is your why, you know, I think that's so important in any career, but I think especially this one, because I would ask why um, for anyone who is starting out who had zero experience, because I think sometimes people's why is I want to be famous or I want to be a celebrity, but that's not going to get you the career you want. So that would be my first advice is just like, if that's your reasoning, I think you're going to be really disappointed in this career for a while because this career is an end game. Um, The second thing would be, okay, well then something I would recommend is start taking classes, like dive into classes, go take some acting or on camera or voiceover, a bunch of different things. See what you like the most and what resonates with you because I think there are so many different paths in this industry and it's so important to find which one you like. Um, The third I would say is that um, I feel people think acting is lying and it's not. So my other advice would be like, if you think this is just because, oh, I'm so good at sales or, you know, having a different persona or I'm so extroverted, you know, acting is so rooted in truth and knowing who you are. So I also recommend, you know, this isn't putting on a persona or a character. This is bringing yourself into every character that you play. Um, And I think this career is just so fun and so fulfilling. And so I would also say, if you're somebody who has an amazing imagination and loves to visualize and play, then like this career is for you. And I would 
absolutely recommend to start just visualizing and daydreaming and stretching that imagination because that is what is going to help you in any character that is thrown your way because you're like, oh, I could imagine myself in this position. Um, yeah. Cause it's really not about judging. It, it's about play and, and imagination. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Now, what are some of the things that we can expect from you in the future? Like where can we see uh, Lauren in five years? <laughs> well, Lauren in five years, um, she will have two feature films under her belt, which is so exciting. Uh, she'll have her um, short film that I'm producing and acting in, hopefully within festivals and winning festivals by that point. Um, and I would hope that Lauren in five years either has her own production company um, or is moving towards, uh, in, in my third feature film, um, that yeah. will surely be Netflix or Hulu. So that's what I see for her in five years. That's badass. That's badass. And I'm yeah. sure, yeah, you know what? I'm super sure that it's going to happen. I mean, if someone <laughs> deserves all of the epicness, here is you, and we all know that. Come on. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. And my last question, yeah. what advice could you say to those who are a little bit I mean, who wants to start something new, mm. but they are with this toxic voice in their head telling them you shouldn't do it because you might not going to make it, you know, or perhaps you're too old to it. Like what advice can yeah. you give to them? Oh my gosh. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Like there is no perfect time. There is never going to be the perfect circumstances. And I think all of us, anybody starting something new, um, it's okay to feel fear. That's not a bad thing, but I would encourage them to feel that nervousness and hear that voice and feel terrified and go through the what are people going to think and do it anyway because they're going to totally surprise themselves in what they're capable of mm -hmm. it's going to be a learning experience no matter what and the only way you really fail is if you don't try and you don't do it so they have nothing to lose there you go and that's how the cookie crumbles i love it i mean at the end what can i say lauren as i said i love your career it's incredible all, all the things that, that you have achieved but more but more important the fact that you're showing everybody that, that dreams can come true you know and 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 that you also have the possibility to do more like on the acting side you can do more a lot of more things besides acting which i do think that sometimes people might get a little bit discouraged because they want to start in the whole industry but perhaps they're not good at acting and that's fine but you know there's multiple things that you can do you know and uh, in order to make that happen and the fact that you are showing that besides being an epic actress you are also doing the production and everything here i mean that's badass that's amazing oh thank you so much yes there are so many areas in this industry you can thrive and don't wait for anyone's permission like you just have to go for it there you go there you go so Uh, so yeah, I want to thank also who, yeah, I want to thank first, I want to thank those who watch whether uh, this video here on YouTube or listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Make sure to go follow Lauren like right now. The episode is about to be over. So on, on the link below in the description, it's going to be a link to her Instagram. So follow her. Let's make her viral. Hashtag Team Lauren. She's incredible. She's amazing. We all know that. And again, Lauren, thank you so, so much for making this happen. Keep inspiring. Keep creating because I'm super sure there's people out there who sees you as her role model or someone who can get things done. That's incredible. That's badass. Well, thank you so much, Dan. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for providing a platform for artists to speak. It means the world. Absolutely. So um, I'll be seeing the next one. Stay safe. Keep inspiring. Keep creating. And I'll see you in the next one. Sounds great. All right.